Live from the Caltech Studios. Live from the Caltech Studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Caltech Studios. Now, here's Mike. And welcome back to another exciting edition of Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? Doing good, doing good. I have a bit of a cold, but I'm still here. Bit of a cold. A little under the weather, If huh? you could face the other direction, that would be appreciated. I, I'm not using his microphone. I couldn't okay. do that and still use a microphone. Don't nod at me like that. <laughs> I don't appreciate that. <laughs> Joining me on my right, my right-hand man, he's back from his vacation, is the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Now, you know what I miss? You know what I miss? What's that? Alec's not here this week. I miss watching Alec dance to your song. <laughs> Yeah, he, he is entertaining. He busts, he, he I, I, I miss you putting it. dollars in his oh, when, you, when he does it. Way, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. What well, happens in the studio stays in the studio. He's got moves like uh, like Jaeger. <laughs> yeah, Chuck Jaeger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking a bottle of Jaeger, but that's all right. Uh, that's why he has the moves. <laughs> he's got the... Yep. Uh, on my left, for those of you that uh, like to graph out the positions every week, in the 10 o'clock position, uh, riding in the number one uh, hole today, is the... Courtroom assassin, the legal ninja himself, little under the weather, so make him feel welcome. It's Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Is this something contagious that we all have to look forward I, to? I, I, or? Hope so. I hope so. I think I know our direction. I think I caught it from your daughter. Well, then I'm good because I don't get the illnesses that come out of my home. Yeah, you're lucky. <laughs> I, that and the 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 fish medicine you take keeps yes. them away from you. <laughs> I. uh... I, I do have a, I have my own prescription source, uh, legal, completely legal. I'm not talking about independent, uh, independent uh, pharmacists, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, buddy, what do you need? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, nothing like that. I have my own, uh, my own source. I I believe in the value of um, animal medicine. So, nothing like a good strength of horse tranquilizer to put you down for the night. And uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Horse liniment. <laughs> don't know what I'm talking about at this point. Uh, Joe, Actually, thank you for that's being the here. only kind of liniment that would work on him yeah. is horse liniment. Uh, thank you for being here. We're gonna have another great week. We got some uh, we got some great stuff lined up this week. Uh, uh, we had uh, we have uh, you guys remember him? Alan Corwin? Yeah, Alan? yeah. Do we remember? Do you remember mm-hmm. Alan Corwin? Sometimes he just amazes me. With yeah, I know. His yeah, go ahead. Alan, Alan is great. Alan is great to listen to. Alan's gonna give us some uh, if, if uh, things go according to plan and we get him here. Mm. Uh, he's going to give us the rebuttal, the way to the way to take back the verbiage from the other side. Oh, the, 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 the new terminology good. we should be using. He's going to teach us to use our words. He's yes. going to teach us to use our words. I, yes. I, I, for one, will definitely be paying attention to that because some of the times 
the the arguments they present are so far fetched and ludicrous. Yes. I, it. I'm. I'm speechless. It's like, how do I reply to that stupidity? Yeah. Well, I've seen you, and you usually just smack him in the forehead. Right. Yeah, Spe- yeah, yeah. Speaking of ludicrous, yeah. didn't you just run into him? No, actually, my wife did. Oh. She actually elbowed him while waiting in line. There you go. It's a, it's a Earl's brush with greatness. <laughs> <laughs> well, did he know he was standing next to the great, 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 great? No, he did not. Great, great. This is Earl's brush with greatness. Yeah. And and it wasn't an accidental elbow. I think she threw it on purpose. She threw it on purpose. No cutting in line. Oh, I've seen her blade away. Yeah. I've seen her blade away and warn somebody. It's like, whoa, whoa, did you see what she just did? I'm going to mess with her. She's going to draw down on you. Yep, yep. I'm, I'm constantly impressed with how she picks up the, the proper verbiage and technique. You know, today we went out to a to an air show, and we were walking through the parking lot. It was a, It was a static display of helicopters, and as soon as we could see parts of the aircraft over the over the uh, cars and everything. She's like, oh, I see rotors. Not, you know, blades or spinny things or anything. She she, she doesn't call it a slide again. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Listen, did you understand what she meant when she said slidey gun? I knew exactly what she meant. <laughs> okay. Then the message like, was effectively communicated. Yes, dear, I have several slidey guns that you can use instead of that revolver for your concealed weapons class. The round turny gun. Around turning up. <laughs> One of those spinny guns? Spinny guns. There you go. And she calls it a revolver. She just called the other kind a slidey gun. A slidey gun. Yeah, I could kind of, I mean, I'd, I'd pick up on that, you know, and it has a slide on it that slides back Once and again, forth. So. It, uh, yeah. the, the message was, was uh, clearly it, yep, yep. communicated. So it's the, the message you, you was received. It's it's a it's an attribute of my family that she they will get the message across even though they don't know the words yet. My youngest was three. She was very, very angry at her sister. She looked at her and says, you are a big, a bunch of shooey. <laughs> and I went, you know what? I know what she just said, and she doesn't know those words, but she knew what the message she wanted to convey. Uh-huh. If this was last week. No, this was many, 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 <laughs> many, 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 many years ago. Many years ago. Okay. Yeah, she uses a much shorter phraseology for that particular message now. I've seen your daughter. Yeah. She does it with her eyes now. Yeah, she doesn't even say that. She, yeah, just, she just looks at you and you know. She, yeah, you know what I am? I'm a big <laughs> bunch of uh-huh. shoey. She gives uh-huh. you that leer and you know right there, right then. Uh, all right, so uh, we'll have uh, Mr. Alan Corwin on with us uh, a little bit later this afternoon. We are going to be discussing some uh, I love when we get to these things. These are great. Uh, a, a top five or a top ten list. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yes. so we're going to be talking about um, some signs that you might take carrying concealed firearm a little bit too seriously. I, I, I read part of this, and I think my I've hurt my own feelings. Yeah, yeah. There's, I've clearly got something to add to this, as I'm sure you gentlemen do. This will be a great topic. Uh, this that, that's going to be a fun one to talk about. We're also going to talk about the bill that's been introduced to remove suppressors uh, from yes. the National Firearms Act registry. And I'll tell you why it's never going to happen. I, I agree. With you. <laughs> I absolutely agree with you. And you know what? We can go through this entire. And we will. We'll go through this entire story, this entire article, tear it up, and there's there's one symbol. That is going to keep don't, this. Don't say anything, yeah, Kevin. I'm not going to, keep that is going to keep this from happening. It's an ampersand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. It's the old ampersand just right. rears its ugly head sometimes mm-hmm. in, the, in the gun business. And... As I learned during the bar exam, a comma can make all the difference in the right and the wrong answer. Well, let's look at the Second <laughs> Amendment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the, the comma in the Second Amendment, uh, the Supreme Court determined, makes all the difference. Between, I wasn't making that up. No, yeah, between <laughs> civilians carrying and the military carrying. So that's I that's, thought it was just that's where you took a breath. 
Well, listen, as a, as, a, as a holder of an English minor, there's many reasons for a comma, and I'm going to go into whoa, none whoa, of them. Yeah, I'm yeah. Going to go into Don't none admit of them. to crimes on the radio. Yeah. That's not a crime. Not a crime. <laughs> Holding an English minor is illegal. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, we're not in England. I don't care. It's still illegal. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll get into... Uh, We'll get into English miners, and we'll get into... Oh, you mean the kind that dig in the ground? Oh, okay. Yes, okay, yes, that. there you go. The English miners. Yeah, 49ers. There we go. We're uh, we're going we're gonna to have some fun. It's going to be a good show today. Alex away on vacation, so we're going to take advantage Again? of that. Yeah. Man. Well, he had the vacation with you, and he said he needs a vacation yeah, from he, you he now that he's back from, from vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, uh, great show coming up. Give us a listen. Uh, we'll be back with you after the break. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you soon. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. 
Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. And this segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by SendMeAmmo.com. Welcome back to the show. SendMeAmmo.com. Those guys are great. Mm-hmm. I get a box. You know what? I'm, I'm pretty, I know it's once a month because I only get it once a month. But it seems like it comes about every other week. Uh, at least they're starting to pop. I have something they're, in my life like that, but it, it went away. <laughs> Huh? But, yeah. Well, somebody, somebody on the other end of the radio just went, "I'm gonna kill you." When you get <laughs> it's nice knowing you, buddy. Yeah. Send me ammo.com. Christian Radio, Kevin. Christian Radio. Yeah, I know. Okay. All right. All right. Just go. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, we uh, we uh, we uh, alluded to this in the in the previous segment, talking to you about. The removal of suppressors from the NFA regulations. Uh, first off, Kevin, we, you know we we always gotta we gotta make sure everybody knows what we're talking about. What are NFA regulations? The National Firearms Act regulates the class of certain items, Class Three, Title Two, uh, that include fully automatic. That means one pull of the trigger results in multiple fires of the firearm, like that. You mean the fun stuff. Fun stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. First fire, like you just said. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, short-barreled shotguns, those shotguns with barrel lengths under the length of 18 inches. Short-barreled rifles, rifles with a barrel length under 16 inches. Destructive devices, such as grenade launchers, mm-hmm. which are cool, but you can't get real grenades, so they're just a really large barrel smoothbore interesting artifact. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, any other weapons, AOWs, which are usually categorized as pin guns or shotguns that never had a stock but come with two pistol grips. Okay. Uh, such as the, the Super Shorty by Cerebu Arms. Right. Um, and suppressors, which are uh, a firearm under the National Firearms Act, but not to anybody else. They yeah. can't fire a projectile. Right, which is weird because the, the the basic definition of firearm is anything that can expel a projectile through means of an explosive action. Uh, so a a something like a a crossbow would not be a, an explosive action unless, of course, it had a firecracker that shot the crossbow out. It had some gunpowder that shot the, the 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 quill out of the out of the tube. Yes, if out you of the barrel. used if you used uh, a blank. Yes. To fire the bolt of that crossbow. Correct. There you then go. it would still be a firearm. It'd be a firearm. But a suppressor 
It's not. It, it, it Espresso, is not, in fact, has no moving parts. It is not a eh, some designs have some yeah, moving some, parts. Some weak designs. Well, you shake if, them. if they're on a if they're mounted on a pistol, they have moving parts. Okay. Yeah, but yes. No, I, I knew what you meant. That's yeah. why I didn't correct you right but, off. <clears throat> the, uh, well, thank you for waiting. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Well, well I, he, you know, he jumped in. I didn't want him having all the fun. It's, all right, okay. it's, you know, there are some moving parts and some suppressor designs. Okay. Uh, but it is not a firearm mechanically, but it is determined to be a firearm legally under the National Firearms Act. And and it's not a suppressor. It's a silencer. Correct. The, 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 the patent is for a silencer. Correct. Uh, a lot of people call them suppressors, and that's a more accurate description of what it is they do. Yes. But uh, their legal term is a silencer. Now, mo- most of them suppress. I've run into a couple. That, that amplify. <laughs> that amplify. A- and, and I might point out, <laughs> if they amplify, they're still a silencer. Because I believe this, the statute or the, the, the code it, is... It changes the sound. That's right, changes the so sound. If you, if you have one that makes it louder, yeah, you still got to register it. <laughs> Because it changes the sound. I kid you not. I kid you not. When I I read that case, I I shook my head and stared at my navel and thought to myself, that's that's a monkey with a football. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. All right. So a suppressor is something that modifies modifies or changes the sound. Now, and uh, this is something... We've all seen in the room, and 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 and, ho- and most of you are pretty knowledgeable. I've never seen there. one in this room. Well, not in this room. Not in this room. Let's 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 step back from the literal and get back into the metaphysical. I don't want to go anywhere <laughs> metaphysical with you. <laughs> the the a suppressor suppresses sound. It does not silence the sound. No. So you hear unless silencers I de- unless all I the designed time. it. Okay. okay. Quit correct. Bragging. Yeah, no. Quit now, bragging. Now, listen, don't get me wrong. If I took a small. 22 caliber pistol, and I built a suppressor that weighed eight pounds and was three feet long. Have you ever heard any of my suppressors? No. There you go. <laughs> exactly. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, you could build one large enough to completely deaden the noise, but you would not be able to hold the weapon. Uh, let if you go to if you go to a normal caliber, let's step up into normal handgun a normal sizes. Normal caliber. Nine millimeter, 40, 45. Let's go into rifle calibers, five five six, three oh eight. Um, there is no suppressor out there. That silences those weapons completely. No. Mm-hmm. You, the, you, you can't, just by the basic mechanics, you, it would be impossible to completely si- silence that sound. For sure. You have a supersonic object. Well, even if you fired <laughs> a subsonic round, right. the sound of the action of the firearm cycling right. is still going to be pretty loud. Now, again, mm-hmm. most of you know this, but for those that are just tuning in going, hey, what are these guys? Who are these guys? A silencer does not do like it does in the movies, does not do like it does in the TV. We call it Hollywood hear, quiet. And you hear, you know, click, 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 click. That's it. That's it. What it does, and Earl, you, you usually remember these numbers. It's something you deal with all the time. It takes it from the damaging hearing level of decibels to yes. the tolerable hearing uh, level of hear, hearing decibels. The, the average unsuppressed firearm is about 165 decibels by OSHA regulations. Damage occurs instantaneously. Uh, OSHA deems 140 decibels. You can a, a person can endure that for up to eight hours without any hearing damage occurring. Uh, as long as the suppressor brings it down to 140 decibels or below, you are no longer damaging your hearing. Now it just comes into each individual's comfort level. 
you're talking about a 20% reduction in decibels. Mm-hmm. You know, from going, what was that, 165, 140, something about a, well, but about let a 20%. Him, and, Earl, and, and Earl, then, give him an example of what is 140 decibels, something that's not a firearm. Well, uh, uh, off the top of my head, I don't know 140 decibels, but I know 100 decibels that he is very, very familiar with. Uh, anyone that has an AR-15, lock the bolt to the rear. Once you've cleared to make sure it's it's empty and unloaded, just hit the uh, bolt release button. When the bolt goes home, that is 100 decibels. Yeah. R- rock concerts, because of the OSHA requirements, stay right at about that 135 to 140 decibel, mm-hmm. okay? They want maximum power that they can get to put their music out without having to answer the lawsuit for hearing damage. Yeah, you don't want the mice wearing the earphones. Exactly. So that's where you are. You're getting to just below mm-hmm. the rock concert level yes. or getting to the rock concert level. That's the way I, the way I always try to remember that one. The suppressor has benefits. Oh, yes. Uh, listen, I could put that suppressor on, and it still sounds... It still sounds loud. Uh, the smaller the caliber, you could use a subsonic round. It'll sound less loud. But now you could go to the range, and if you're the only one shooting with the suppressors, and you can actually have a conversation without the, the hearing protection on. Exactly. It's, it's great for safety and mm-hmm. for training. Mm-hmm. Um, also great for hunters because, guess what? Now they can hear the prey moving through the woods. Exactly. Uh, they don't have to sit there with hearing protection on all the time. Or when they see the prey, they don't have to stop and put the hearing protection on mm-hmm. and, and, and risk uh, losing their sight picture and scaring the animal away. Or if they're, if the hunters are hunting dangerous game, they are better prepared in case the hunter becomes the hunted. Yes. I've, I've seen a few instances of that to where they're out hog hunting and... Hogs can be be, be very uh, vicious, and one snuck up, you know, within oh, yeah. within ten feet yeah. of the hunter. It was only the hunter happened now, to be scanning, uh, looking yeah. for them. That yeah, he, had he his caught headphones him. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, which I understand, and perhaps perhaps he brought his wife hunting with him, and he was trying to. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm gonna. That's a. I'll save that for the next segment, the hunting story. But the, uh, this bill introduces to remove the suppressors from NFA regulation. It's called the Hearing Protection Act. And listen, this sounds like good. Everything that you and I, uh, Kevin, and we all, and everybody listening wants to have suppressors come off the National Firearms Regulation, uh, this is a great thing for all of us. The main reason, Kevin, when you, when you apply for your NFA tax stamp, well, you don't apply for it. You pay for it. You pay for this. Ta- you, you send in an application. Right. And you pay the stamp. And how much is that stamp? $200. $200 a stamp. So Per stamp. Per stamp. And what do the feds do with that money? They keep it. Yeah. Well, obviously, they keep it. <laughs> but uh, Well, I, they sell I, you a stamp. Right. They sell, they sell you a stamp. It's a very pretty stamp. It's not worth $200. So, uh, uh, cool yeah. It's because that's what the market says it's <laughs> worth. Yeah, it's worth $200. No, I'm thinking from the stamp collector value. They, there are actually some stamps that are. They're, they're actually the market for... Yeah, the, a lot of the older ones. Oh, the older ones. Yeah, right. But the uh, that's two hundred two hundred dollars per stamp per tax stamp. Hmm. Let me do a little math here. I, I, I did it. Would you like me to tell you what it is? I would like you to tell me what it is in about four minutes. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep you in uh, we're gonna keep you in suspenders for a couple of more. Actually, go ahead and tell them. Between 2014 and this year. 
there have been 221,132 new suppressors applied for under the law. How much is that total? $44.5 million. And ladies and gentlemen, that's why you're never going to get those uh, suppressors taken off the NFA Act. Yeah. Sorry. It's about the money. It's all about the money. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltex TV. We'll see you when you get back from the break. SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. Egypt's foreign minister is complaining that Western governments haven't been fully cooperating in the investigation of last week's crash of a Russian passenger plane. He says nations that suspended flights to the resort of Sharm el-Sheikh haven't shared intelligence that would explain their decisions. The head of the international team investigating what brought down that Russian jet says all scenarios are being considered. He told reporters in Cairo today that a noise can be heard in the last second of the cockpit voice recording, but what caused it isn't clear. Presidential candidates Bernie Sanders, Hillary Clinton in South Carolina today courting South Carolina Democrat groups. Sanders tailored his message talking to the Democratic Women's Council. Uh, Clinton tonight speaks at in Columbia at a dinner hosted by the state's largest homosexual rights organization. And the Mississippi State and Pascagoula High School football teams mourning after a crash killed a current state player and his father. This is SRN News. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man, I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9 mil, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Maybe you'll get past the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See the RDB in action at YouTube slash Caltech Weapons. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? 
then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Listening to Arm Room Radio live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Keltech Studios online right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at guntechusa.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A dot com. And welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Well, I tell you, you know, some, some of these, they just go. They just go right by. They, they zing yeah, right past. Exactly. Kevin, what were, what were those numbers? I think we might have got cut off at the end. Just for those that are uh, now checking in just now, tuning in, closing out our last segment's topic, that was the reason we're never, ever, ever going to lose suppressors off the NFA registry is a money issue it, because it, we it, pay it, the government it, $200 per. Right. Per. right and, now, there's a calculation that in, in the, the 2015 calendar year, we've had an increase of 39%. In suppressor applications, that's 221,132 units, and that's not through the whole year. That's just through about the middle of October. That's 44,226,000 dollars. I don't care how well the Hearing Protection Act is written, the government is not going to turn their backs on 44 million plus dollars. Nope, never, never, gonna never, gonna happen. never, never going to happen. Unfortunately, so, keep trying, keep pushing, keep writing your legislators. But this is one, uh, I mean, this it, one you're not going to win. It's the sound regulations in, in Great Britain are more stringent than the firearms regulations. Oh, yeah. You can buy suppressors. And they call them mufflers. Right. But you have to fit them on your shotgun to hunt yeah. game. You buy them in uh, the hardware stores over it, there. Yeah. You, yeah. You, they they yeah. call them garden shops. And, and I've, I've actually been there when we stopped. And he walked in and bought a, a box of six. <laughs> and they're they're good for like half a box of shells. Yeah, buy, buys them in bulk, huh? Yeah. That's it. They're like... I think he paid 15 pounds each. I was going to say they're disposable. Yeah. You just screw them on. <laughs> they're, they're like the oil filters. Shoot, yeah, that's uh, very much like that. Shoot them, shoot them, shoot them, shoot them, shoot them. And when it starts to get too loud, the the, the your guide, because you don't so, get to go hunt anywhere without a guide, they come over and go, sir, you but, need to change your muffler. I'm sorry. They're not oil filters. They're solvent traps for yeah, cleaning your yeah, firearm. Uh-huh. That's it. All right. You get caught with one. I'm not going to. <laughs> uh-uh. Hey, on the line with this, we have got, this is, this is a pleasure. Kevin and I have been out and uh, met with him a couple of times, seen him speak in person, is uh, Mr. Alan Corwin. Alan, how are you doing today? 
I'm doing great, Mike. Good to be with you. Finally, finally, finally we're able to make this happen. Alan is the uh, author of the Arizona Gun Owner's Guide, which is his first book. It was written in 1989. It's in its 26th edition now, 250 copies in print. 250,000. I'm sorry, 250,000 copies in print. 250,000. And, <laughs> and you've got these now for, for, for pretty much every state in the union. Well, um, we carry about 30 states. I wish there were more. We're working on one now for Oregon. Uh, every state could use it. People need to know what the gun laws are, and that's what my company, GunLaws.com, does. GunLaws.com. Get to it. If you don't have one of the books, if you want to read about the, uh, the other books, we're going to read about. You can get to Alan's blog from there. Uh, you, you can see all sorts of great stuff. And again, Alan, thank you for being here. Like I said, Kevin and I have had the opportunity to see you speak, and we've actually seen you speak recently. And that's one of the questions I wanted to start off with you. Was the last time I saw you give a speech was talking about the war of the words and, and, and taking back the terminology. Well, it's true. The uh, left wants to beat us and take our guns away, so they use language to kill us. <clears throat> they want you to say you, have, you carry concealed, for example. Now, concealed sounds like you're hiding something. Criminals conceal things. Uh, out here in Arizona, we talk about carrying discreetly, because discreetly is the civilized norm. So we have permits, which we don't like. We actually have uh, constitutional carry in Arizona. But people out here carry discreetly because that's the normal way to go. Uh, the left introduced, Bill Clinton did it, introduced the term assault weapon. And as you guys know, they can't define this in statute because <laughs> assault is a verb, folks. It's a verb. There is no assault weapon. Assault is something you do. You can assault a person, and you can assault a person with your finger, with a stick, or with a gun. The idea that a gun is an assault weapon, I prefer to think of the firearms as household firearms, the same kind of firearms you'd have in every average household. American households have firearms, and whether it's an AR-15 or an AK or belt-fed, water-cooled, these are household firearms. So you should never refer to assault weapons. You should always talk about household firearms. And take the language back. One of the ones that's driving me crazy lately, I did an article on this for uh, townhall.com. Um, they want you to talk about gunmen. A guy's a robber, a drug dealer, a jihadi. They want to call them gunmen. Well, first of all, that's sexist. <laughs> and second of all, that's an insult to me and to anybody who has a firearm. The guy's a villain, a perpetrator, an assailant. The guy's a criminal, a villain. The idea that they would call these people generically gunmen is, like I say, sexist, bad language, and unethical on the part of the uh, journalistic profession, which is barely a profession these days. <laughs> uh, up at gunlaws.com, I have a politically corrected glossary, and I won't even say pro-gun anymore because they win that because they think guns are bad, so you should be anti-gun. I'm pro-rights, and they're anti-rights, and that's the only way I'll frame the argument. I will not say pro-gun. I'm pro-rights on the gun issue, and they're anti-rights. I'm pro-freedom, pro-self-defense. They're anti-freedom, anti-self-defense. And we start winning these arguments and taking our rights back based on the language we use, and I will not let them get that moral high ground. Yeah, that's it. Uh, in fact, I don't know if you could hear it. Every one of us is writing these down as we're going through. Pro-rights, <laughs> pro, pro, pro well, pro-rights. i got to put that on the board. Pro-rights. We're making notes. There is a chart at gunlaws.com 
It says politically corrected glossary on the blue on the left hand side in blue, and there's a chart. It's it's not the gun lobby. It's a civil rights group, and it's not pro gun. It's pro rights, and it's not gun control. It's crime control. And I'm glad to, I'm glad to hear you guys are scrambling to write it down. <laughs> you can just download it off uh, gunlaws.com, and then there's a whole description of these terms and why we've chosen them and why they work. And all of a sudden, when you talk to some of these anti-people or even your friends, the conversation just morphs into something beneficial and positive, and the other side doesn't know what hit them. So thank you for sharing the video with me. Yeah, yeah this is, this is uh, again, we're going through it, and I'm, I'm looking at <laughs> some of these are brilliant. Um, and you're 100% correct. When they bring up Second Amendment, don't say Second Amendment. Say Bill of Rights. Bring it back to the the, the entire Bill of Rights. Uh, common sense legislation. It, uh, common. Well, that sounds that doesn't sound too bad until you think about what it is and who's putting it yeah, forward. Exactly. You know who's exactly. putting it forward, and then of course it that it means dangerous utopian ideas. Mm-hmm. That's what they are. I wrote a piece for a Daily Caller, and my editor there. Um, and I write as the uninvited ombudsman in my uh, newsletter, page 9, which you can also get at gunlaws.com. And uh, my editor saw something better than what I saw, which is unusual for an editor, but he's really good. <laughs> uh, I had entitled this article, and he took a line out of the article and made it the title, uh, The Gun Control People Can't Pass a Common Sense Gun Law Because They're Not Proposing Any. <laughs> That's true. That is true. <laughs> the laws they're proposing are insanity. They want another background check. We have a background check. It's not going to stop mass murderers. And they keep proposing them, and so they get resistance. If they want to improve the situation in America, they should propose one credit in marksmanship to get a high school diploma. Yeah. And we would all support that. That yeah. wouldn't be common sense. But they don't see that. They think education's a bad thing, and we should out them. We should push for education as a common sense gun safety law, and they would reject it and object to it, and then we would see them for what they are. Bigots, prejudiced, anti-rights, anti-freedom. We don't want no education. We want thought control. Yeah. And we'd start winning. We we saw this in August with Hillary Clinton. Uh, we saw this to, again in uh, last month in October when she was in New Hampshire, asked about gun confiscation. It's <laughs> it's not about background checks for her. It's not about it's not even about registration for her, which is the you know the next step we all fear. It's mm-hmm. it's confiscation. And she said she's willing to look at it. And she has said if she's president, she wants to see the NRA go away and all handguns confiscated. And she said among her enemies is the Republican Party. Yeah. So- it, so half the country. In fact, the, the Democrats are out of the closet on this. I asked Congressman Schweikert, one of my congressmen here in Arizona, about this. I thought it was pretty bad, but he said it's good because the uh, the gloves are off. It's out of the closet. It's no longer covered up. All five candidates at the at the uh, Democrat presidential camp uh, debate agreed. We need common sense gun laws like Australia. Well, Australia instituted a gun ban. The government required you to turn in your guns. 
It was a de facto ban, and the Democrats all went for it. So it's no longer a question. Alan, we got to ban guns. Got to take a break. You join us one more segment? Absolutely. We'll be back on with Alan Corwin, Arms Room Radio, from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off off hey mike you ready to go to lunch no not today i'm going to get some trigger time in you're going to the range nope i'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say i'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work here in the office or at home trigger time how can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place easy with my cert sirt training pistol from next level training shooting paper targets at the range is good practice but it's not the environment i'm in most of the time with the rise in workplace violence i vowed not to be a victim besides i'm here all by myself so why not i have my cert training pistol and when practicing your draw from concealment cert is the safest and only way to go cert training pistol i've heard about them they look like a glock but they don't fire real bullets saves you money huh yep it sure does how do i get mine log on to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room and order yours today the safest and easiest way to train in your own environment get ready stay ready with the cert training pistol go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room this is no ordinary shotgun not with innovative dual tube magazines that hold a dozen 12 gauge rounds Plus, one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. 
Our guest on the line with us is Mr. Alan Corwin, author of many, many books. Uh, most current one is, uh, is it the most current one, Alan, After You Shoot? Uh, after You Shoot is uh, the next to the most current. Okay. The most current is for people to give to their gunless friends your first gun. That's right. That's right. Uh, let me ask you about After You Shoot. Um we're we're a big proponent here of going to training. We want people to to either either seek out through their through their local play their local uh, facilities. You know, go, look online, find some courses. We we all know people that are in the in the gun business and can recommend all of them. But what's what are, what are the benefits? Why why do people need to take these courses to learn when to shoot and when not to shoot? Well, in after you shoot, I created a new gun safety rule, which is uh, it's always better to avoid a gun fight than to win one. People get their carry license, and they carry their firearms discreetly around town, almost looking for an opportunity to shoot. And I wrote an article in Concealed Carry magazine about how many times have you reached for your gun. <clears throat> Situation comes up, you're in condition white, all of a sudden, you go to yellow, you see a circumstance, you think something may be happening, and you think about your gun, you maybe even reach for your gun. Everybody who carries has gone through this. You guys in the studio there, you can remember when you reached. Did you think about the exit? Did you think about cover? Did you think about accomplices? And most of all, did you think about the aftermath if you have to shoot? Because there's another rule of gun safety, rule number one, two rules number one. Unless innocent life immediately depends on it, don't shoot. And if it does, don't miss. And most of the time, you don't want to be a freelance police officer. If there's a chance to get out, you do better to get out. If somebody's going to kill you, then you need the gun. If somebody's going to kill somebody right next to you and you have no option, the gun is enormously important. But if you hear a disturbance in Walmart and something's going on, you don't want to be a part of it because for the next two years, maybe ten years, your life is going to be turned upside down. Look at Zimmerman. He was attacked by a ruthless thug who was out getting drugs who had a history of crime, who was pounding his head into the pavement until he was almost unconscious and saved his life with a gun, and now his life is over. He has to hide his identity. Is that what you want? No. So it's always better to avoid a gunfight than to win one, and that's what that book, After You Shoot, is about. How to not end up in more trouble than the crook, how to use your gun defensively and have it when you need it, and how to do things in the aftermath so you don't end up in more trouble than the crook. I You're can't, not capable I, of dealing with the media afterwards. You're barely capable of dealing with the media in a neutral interview. <laughs> I can't agree with you more. I, I cannot tell you the number of clients that I've consulted with that are facing charges, not because they fired, but because they drew. Right. We and, introduced a bill called defensive display here in Arizona, and, and it's it was not the appropriate solution. Right, that was and they got themselves crossways with law enforcement. They were on the phone with nine one one, and still were the party arrested. Well, remember, uh, and everything you say can and will be used against you. So you're perfectly clean. You didn't even fire. You call nine one one. 
and everything you say can and will be used against you. That's a key element of that book. After you shoot, your gun's hot, the perp's not, now what? And if you go to gunlaws.com, you can see it, you can read part of it, and it, it's almost as important as the gun you carry because it'll give you some safety ideas. It's still, this, uh, it's still part of your self-defense. It's part of your self-defense, absolutely. So is Concealed Carry Magazine, which I write for on that very subject. I watched some people shoot a, a uh, simulator. Maybe you guys have had a chance to shoot at a simulator. And they're standing there, and there's a perp, and there's a woman, and there's a car, and they all do their best to get the shots right and shoot the guy. And afterwards, they evaluate it. They could have left the scene because they weren't in the scene. They saw a perp, and they saw a, a woman being attacked, and she's screaming, help me, and he's just being belligerent, and they all figure out how to shoot the guy. They could have left the scene safely, called 911, kept the gun handy for their own safety in case, but they all choose to shoot the guy because, hey, it's a simulator. Let's take care of business. Right. And for the rest of their lives, they got a problem. It turns out afterwards, if they had shot him, chances are the woman would have said, you shot my boyfriend, you dirtbag. Who are you? And they're in trouble forever. They want to assume the guy was a bad guy. But if you watch the whole simulation, he got out of the car, went around to the driver's side and started harassing her. She knew him. So afterwards, you're assuming he's just a bad guy. Maybe he's not. And the police know that in domestic violence situations, the woman sides with the male nine times out of ten. They didn't think about that. They just figured, let's shoot clean. Nah. And, and worse, after this whole thing went down, the owner of the place knows me. He says, Alan, what do you think? I said, well, the perp was standing right in front of the woman. If the bullets went through him, they'd hit her. And they both went, well, I never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's bad enough having to be a law enforcement officer these days. Don't take your concealed firearm permit out there and, and try and do it on a, in a split-second decision. Not a badge. I just spent a year trying to get a young man out of trouble because he decided to act as the police. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the remember, consequences of that were not the best result I've ever accomplished. Remember that rule number one. It's always better to avoid a gunfight than to win one. That's true. Absolutely true. You know, we're, we're, uh, we've had... You brought him up, George Zimmerman, on the program here with us, and, and it's like you said, you know, he did he uh, he didn't do the wrong thing, but uh, you know his his life is forever changed, and he's he's living in hiding for the rest of his life. And and would he have been better off, in retrospect, trailing the guy, keeping his gun handy for safety, calling nine one one or backup, and getting the guy taken care of because the guy was a thug, the evidence was clear, and then what about the media angle? The media, you know, the guy was carrying a can of watermelon juice. I don't know if you know this. Yeah, the iced tea there, yeah, the watermelon flavored. It was not iced tea. Yeah. It was not iced tea at all. It wasn't an iced tea company. It was the Arizona Beverage Company from Westbury, New York. I got a can of it. (laughs) And the media just called it iced tea. Yeah. It was watermelon juice. Right. And I was on CNN about this, and I said, I'm not carrying this conversation further unless you deal with this fact. They don't want the stereotype of a black guy with watermelon. Yeah. So they just kept calling it iced tea. That's right. And you faced that as well. Yeah. After the shoot, you live in a compound, and you're a lunatic who was on a gun radio. Yeah. And they will come after you, and they'll lie. They'll just flat-out lie. They'll find Hillary with physical evidence 
<laughs> and the next day saying no physical evidence on the front page. No, so, no, she uh, she gets off scot free. We 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 talked about this the other day. I uh, we watched the Benghazi hearings, and it was it was relieving to finally watch the questions we put to her and watch her uh, show her disdain and 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 her lies were coming out. And and we figured, all right, great, we're finally done with her. And then the next day, it's on the news how she won and this paves her way to the president's presidency. And, and yeah. it was not the interview I saw. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah, does it matter? Three <laughs> physical pieces of evidence. She told. The, the head of Libya, the head of Egypt, and her own daughter it was a terrorist attack and then lied for two weeks to the public and so that Obama could get elected, that he was strong, he defeated al-Qaeda, all that stuff, flat-out lies. Yeah. I, I told people earlier today in another interview that if, you, if it's about guns and it's in the news, it's probably 100% wrong, and the George Zimmerman case is a good example. The black guy's carrying a can of watermelon juice, and they will tell you it's iced tea. And you confront them live on TV, and they refuse to correct it. Yeah, yeah, they don't care. They don't care. They, you know, listen, George was, uh, you know, on the way, headed back to the car, and he's jumped from behind by this thug, but nobody wants to hear that. They don't want to hear the truth. So you want to know if you carry your concealed, you carry your discreetly carried firearm, if you should use it when you hear a disturbance in a store. It's always better to avoid a gunfight than win one. Remember that you write a check to your lawyer for your life savings if you ever have to shoot. Have to shoot. So don't drop the hammer unless you abs- unless your life absolutely depends on it. And then recognize that your life changes forever. So you need the gun because it's better to win a gunfight than to lose one. But it's always better to avoid it. And that's what that book, After You Shoot, is about. And it took me 20 years to connect those dots. The lawyers all say, don't say anything. Just shut up. STFU. Shut the. Speak the fewest. Got it. Got it. That, that actually is not what I sell, <laughs> tell my clients. And and then they tell you just say this, just say that, just say the other. And I go, well, what is it? Don't say anything, or just say, well, I was in fear for my life, and this guy's the crook, and on here's the evidence, and start making statements, all of which will be used against you. And I've watched people take the most innocent-sounding statements and use them against the guy. That's it. The book is After You Shoot. That's the second-to-latest book, the most recent book, Your First Gun, which, by the way, both are great Christmas presents. So get online. Gunlaws.com. Gunlaws.com. Check it out. Get the books. Find a book for your state and get them mailed to you. Alan, thank you so much for joining us today. It's a pleasure, and I want to hear what he does tell his clients to say. That depends on the circumstances, but I usually suggest they call me first. <laughs> and I suggest that, too, and then you call 911 so I don't make statements. That's right, and I'll meet you at the scene. Yeah, You're listening to you Arms Room Radio. Thank you, Alan, for joining us. Please, everybody, exercise those Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready, and if you are ready, stay ready. We'll see you at the top of the hour. From the Caltech Studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast. From the Caltech Studios. Now, here's Mike. 
Welcome back to another hour of Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Gentlemen, welcome back. Glad to be here. Great to be here, Mike. Good looking crowd again, Earl. Thank you. Thank you very much. I know you bring them in. You bring them in regularly. Uh, line for tickets is always around the building when we get here early in the morning to start the show prep. It's uh, tickets. Never Wait easy. a minute. Never easy. They're gonna, paying to get in here? They're not. They're paying. You're not paying you? No. Ah, crap. We have to talk to somebody about that. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, it's a free show. It's a free yeah, show. We, you can come on one down and watch for free. Apparently, we don't know how it works in radio. <laughs> no, we don't know how it works in the radio business. Uh, hey, uh, um. We are back, and we have some. Uh, we have a special guest coming on the show here in a few minutes. Don't forget, a little bit later on, we're going to be talking to you about the, the the signs that you might take carrying a concealed weapon class a little bit too seriously. We're going to get into that. We got some stuff. We got some business. Take care ahead of time. Got to thank uh, again Alan Corwin for being on last hour. Yes. Gunlaws.com. Gunlaws.com. Go check out Alan's stuff. Alan's stuff is great. I love that list he gave us of glossary the, of terms. The, yes. Oh, the ter- yeah. Terms yeah. to use when you're when you're having a battle of words with uh, an anti-gunner. Exactly right. Well, anti-rights. Yeah, yeah, big, see, that's exactly why an, I need it. They're anti-rights. Yep, yep. yep. That's exactly and why I need it. And you're pro-rights. You're about crime control. Mm-hmm. They might exactly. be about gun control, but we're about crime control. Uh, so so that's wonderful. Yeah, check out Alan's site, gunlaws.com. You can see his glossary of, uh, of, of, of uh, words to be used to take back the verbiage, put it on the good side of the house. Hey, on the line with this is a gentleman that I've known for many years. Um, he is the, I'll get, I'll get it right when he gets on, uh, director, founder, uh, participant, um, willing Dubois, I forget what, what the actual title is, um, <laughs> of, a, uh, of, a, of a military veterans project that has taken shape in the central Florida area. And the reason we're going to be talking about this is I've, I've had a lot of interest from around the country for people that want to do some sort of memorial, memorials for, you know, fallen heroes, for, for you know, fallen soldiers, uh, for policemen, for, for old military units and their lineage. Uh, and, and that's what uh, uh, Andy's involved in. In fact, our, our guest on the line is former Sergeant Andy Rodriguez. Andy, welcome to the program. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. How's everybody doing today? Doing uh, good. Doing, doing all right. Doing all right. First off, Tell me the basics of your organization. What's the what's the organization, and what are we uh, what are we finally bringing uh, to the Central Florida area? Well, thanks for asking. What we're doing is well, firstly, the organization is the 138th Aviation Company Memorial, and what we're going to do is bring a uh, Beechcraft King Ear that was uh, converted to uh, use for the U.S. Army as a RU-21. It was an electronic warfare reconnaissance aircraft, and uh, we are bringing it back to Orlando, where it was based throughout the 80s and 90s. And we're going to fix it up, and we're going to put it on display, and we're going to put it next to the B-52 at uh, the B-52 park at Orlando International Airport. For for those that have ever had the opportunity to fly into Orlando, you used to be able to, when you flew in and you were going to Disney World, you got to see this. They've since restructured the airport, but over on the the uh, the east side of the airport, it's a beautiful. It's a smaller park, but it's a beautiful park with a B-52 because. Uh, if you if you've ever wondered why when you when you when you go to the airport and you know like if you go to Miami it's MIA if you go to Fort Lauderdale it's FFLL mm-hmm. they all kind of make sense but when you go to Orlando which you would think would be maybe ORL right it's not it's MCO 
And the reason it's MCO is because back in the day, this was McCoy Air Force Base. Exactly. And it got its designator back then. Mm-hmm. So as McCoy Air Force Base, guess what the guess what the aircraft was? Uh, bombers. B-52 bomber. And the B-52 bomber is over there on the east side. Unless you happen to be going to pick up a car uh, for a rental off property or uh, going to the Cracker Barrel, you don't get to see it anymore. But it's a big, yeah, I know. big plane and a nice little park over there. And, and now we're going to have a spike aircraft over there. Yeah, that's right. There's there's a lot going on, and 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 the park. Um, you, you really have to kind of go out of your way to find it, and um, there's still a lot more um, development headed that way for the uh, park uh, because, as you know, they're they're building a southern terminal for the airport, and they're going to have rail, and and uh, there's even a, a maglev monorail that's supposed to run <laughs> from. Uh, airport to the International Drive area, the convention area. (laughs) That might just be wishful thinking, but yeah, I know. Uh, Andy, it's um, the 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 unit, and again, and it's gone through many iterations. It started out. Um, what, what's the what's the earliest lineage on the unit? Okay, well, the 138th Aviation Company uh, was formed uh, in Vietnam, and uh, it was one of four companies of the 224th uh, Aviation Company. And uh, again, back in the day, they didn't want to be so overt about what they were doing, which is, of course, electronic warfare. So they came up with a cover designation of radio research. Right. Yeah. They were sure somehow checking the weather or, yeah. you know, radio or whatever. But they were heavily engaged in direction finding and um, intercept and translation of, you know, Viet Cong and, and North Vietnamese Army radio signals. I, w- uh, I want to I stress how, how the, the dangerous these missions were. You're, you're basically taking a civilian aircraft off the market at King Air, and you're, you're filling it through full of top-secret-plus uh, equipment and personnel, and then you're putting them over... Um, the DMZ in Vietnam and telling them, uh, have a good mission. You know, no weapons. Wide circle. No, try not to get hit. Yeah, yeah, no active weapon systems. There's no guns. There's no missiles. There's no none like that. Just just go kind of, you know, listen and tell us what you hear. And, what and can no go wrong with that? So, so then from there, it, it, it comes back stateside and ends up here uh, in the central Florida area. And, and again, pretty much does the same mission, but uh, a little closer to home. That's right. I mean, uh, as a reserve unit, you know, and, and as most reserve units, you do one week in a month and two weeks a year. But when you have a multi-million-dollar, you know, signals intelligence platform, you don't let it sit around doing nothing. But uh, what ended up happening, of course, is we were deployed all the time. Um, and uh, the kind of unit that we had, you know, there was always a pilot or two and a couple of backseaters and a few crew members that could be uh, easily tapped and said, hey, who wants to go to Key West for two weeks? That was uh, not as difficult as you'd think to get volunteers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And listen, I, I'm not going to say that Key West ground is tough duty, but if you'll if you'll consider and, and without giving away too much here, because I don't, uh, I still value my clearance. Um, you're 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 talking about taking off from the southernmost point in the United States, so uh, and, and and doing some and, sort and of and heading south. Yeah, and doing some sort of hmm. radar intercept. Uh, Andy, we're coming up on a break. You hang out for one more segment with us. 
Yeah, absolutely. I sure can. Okay. Um, here we get back. We're going to talk a little bit more about how how you or how Andy got involved and how you can get involved in creating your own memorials or how you can help out a memorial in your own area. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. your weekend great i went to the range and i went shooting oh man i wish i could shoot as much as you but you know i can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg you should try SendMeAmmo.com. Uh, what was that you mean SendMeAmmo.com. yeah yeah i mean that what was that those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com. just go to their website www.sendmeammo.com and sign up to get your ammo you can make a one-time purchase or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like i get what calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, you know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Keltec Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltec Studios. 
Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Hey, on the line with this is uh, former Army. Ooh, wow, we're, we're really excited. Former Army you Sergeant. You guys hold it down over there. <laughs> uh, Andy Rodriguez from the 138th Aviation uh, Memorial Company. Memorial. Yeah. Okay. There we go. There we go. Um, Andy, we we know what the unit is. We know, and the units. Let me get this straight. They're still lineage currently on active duty with the unit. Uh, yeah, that's right. You know, the 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 unit stood down in 1999. After, you know, after so many years of either being active duty or reserve, and, and then in 2004, uh, they reactivated the company as an active duty unit again, actually flying as a element, the the Army element of the J Stars. Uh, System, the uh, four-engine Air Force 707 that's been converted to a uh, kind of a side-looking airborne radar platform, and uh, you know the uh, it's crewed by Air Force people and uh, Georgia Air National Guard people, and there's a 138th MI company that uh, runs the Army uh, shop inside the aircraft. Uh, I'll tell you, just uh, you know, as a little bit of a uh, wow, that's that's weird. Um, I have a, a good friend I went to high school with who's uh, was on J Stars. And um, I happen to be pretty familiar with that platform. Uh, I, you, I might have had something to do with that a long time ago in the land far, far away, just south of this station. <laughs> so there's J-Star links. We've got links to the 138th wow, in here world. Didn't even, and didn't even know it. That was Kevin, by the way. You know Kevin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I've read lots and lots <laughs> and lots of Andy's documents. Kevin is Kevin is doing his best to help them through the uh, the bureaucratic nightmare of paperwork dealing with the government. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, he, has, he has a folder in my email. Oh, that, a folder. That, that, that's how yeah. that's how many things I've gotten. I, he has a folder in my email that I just I I I get it and I went. That's a lot to read. I'm gonna uh, have to take a minute. Uh, Andy, where did the idea of the m- memorial come from? Well, it was one of those things where, you know, like like uh, a lot of the inspiration it comes from a reunion of uh, the old gang, you know, you get it back together, you talk about the good times, and you think to yourselves, you know, we really need to memorialize uh, this group. It was a special group of people, and so, you know, what could we use? Do we buy like a, a granite, you know, stone monument, or hey, what about those aircraft? Are they still around? Can we get a hold of them? And that's kind of how it started, you know, we... Uh, tracked down one of the aircraft that was sitting in a uh, salvage yard in Denver, Colorado for the last 20 years. And, uh, you know, there was uh, somebody who owned the salvage yard was kind of like the uh, the Fred Stanford of aircraft salvage. And uh, he wanted a un- you know, reasonable price for it. And uh, <laughs> long story short is he died. And as soon as he died, they started to clear out the lot. And then some other company came in and bought the aircraft. And we were like, well, who would want the aircraft? Well, it's a company called Dynamic Aviation out of Bridgewater, Virginia, and they fly basically a lot of the former Army U-21s, those are the Beechcraft King Airs, and they fly them all over the world. So in, in many ways, a lot of the aircraft got a second life. Or, or a third for some of them. You know, they're, they're continuing to go. Um, they... Uh... How long did that process take to find that aircraft? From the time you guys said, hey, this would be cool to let's put this together and form an organization. I'm sure somebody found the aircraft before you decided to do the memorial. You wanted to see if they existed first. Right. You know, it's it's a couple of things, right? I mean, there's there's a tracking down of the aircraft and, and then negotiating with the current owners to see 
uh, you know, what they want for it. And, and you know, re- being a cash-poor organization as we were, you know, um, the thing to do, um, and, and I would recommend this to anybody who wants to form a memorial, is make sure you go out. It's actually pretty easy to go ahead and get a 501c3 designation from the IRS. You put out some paperwork. And what that does is that allows people to make you know, donations that they can write off, and those donations include cash or goods in the sense of, you know, the guy, the company, Dynamic Aviation, gets to write off as a donation the entire aircraft. So good for them, good for us. We get it for free, you know, just got to pick it up. So we still have to raise money, of course, to to truck it on down here and build a memorial and get it painted up and looking nice and all. But, you know, a lot of what this is all about was getting that status so that we can fundraise and raise money and get people to donate, you know. Uh, they're pretty motivated when they can write it off, you know? Oh, sure, sure, absolutely. Any business is going to look for that opportunity for the for the legitimate write-off. Now, I know a lot of people out there, they're, they're, they've got thoughts in their heads. Uh, when they either want to help with projects, I want to create our own memorial. What What's your first contact outside of the 501C going to your, to your local government saying, hey, we want to we put a, a memorial in? Right, yeah. You know, in, in this particular case, we're, we're dealing with a government organization that's kind of uh, – uh, unique. It's the Greater Orlando Aviation Authority. It's kind of a, a, a an arm of the city of Orlando, but it's its own kind of government in and of itself. And, uh, you know, uh, the, the thing to do, like anything else, is just, you know, it doesn't hurt to ask. And, and you just go ahead and approach them and make a phone call and try to set up an appointment with somebody and, and, and lay out the case why this is a good idea. So you got to have some sort of business plan. you got to have, you know, some rationale, you know, as to why you think it should be where you think it should be. And usually you'd be surprised, again, at least for us, the buy-in has been, we've been embraced. It's just a matter of execution now. And it's a matter of, you know, of course, you know, crossing the T's and dotting the I's and all that good stuff. But it's, it's doable. I think uh, anybody can do it. A big part of this is the fundraising. You didn't just go to the city and say, we want to do this, or to the to this local government entity and say, we want to do this. And they went, okay, good, here's a big pile of cash. Go do it. You know, that's, that's, that's yeah, not how it right. works. Yeah, we, right. We, we are in an environment where, where cities don't have a whole lot of money. So they're more than happy to have you do all the work and you raise all the money. Uh, an example is, you know, the F-4 Phantom that was put in last year for Joe Kittinger. I mean, there was no city outlay, and in fact, the city requires that the organization that put the F-4 up, they be insured and that there's some sort of, you know, money in the bank to repaint it. The, the, the city is not on the hook for any of it, and that's forever. You know, I mean, again, <laughs> that taxpayer, and it, and it benefits the organization that, you know, you're kind of – you're organized, you know. Right. What's um? Where's the Where's the aircraft now? The aircraft is in Virginia. It's It's uh gonna be loaded on the aircraft or on the truck on Monday. So the truck driver is coming on Monday to pick it up, and then uh, it's a wide load, of course, as you can imagine. Right. And it's uh, gonna probably take about a week just to get down here. So, uh, but it, it hits the road on Monday and should be in Orlando Friday night. Comes to Orlando Friday night. What's the plan from there? We're building up to something here, folks. So if uh, you're in Florida or if you're coming to Florida for vacation next week, here's here's the plan. Go ahead, Andy. Right, right. If you want to be airplane in person, the best thing you can do is go check out the uh, Veterans Day Parade on Saturday, November 14th, downtown Orlando. 
Um, the aircraft will literally be afloat in the parade. It'll literally have come off the highway and will just roll on down the road at two miles an hour. And, uh, you know, a lot of us who are in the unit are going to be marching alongside. Uh, we're, we're very fortunate to have someone donate a five-ton, six-by-six, uh, you know, Army vehicle to uh, also keep some of the old-timers in the back to wave at since they can't walk. Hmm. Yep, so yep. those those guys at the arms room and their five-ton showing up again. <laughs> always always yeah, sticking. We're, 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 we're very grateful for them and, and that. Uh, that's going to look really nice the next to the aircraft, I think, for sure, especially since it's uh, – the aircraft, uh, as you know, is is a it's a veteran of Honduras. It's a veteran of the early days of the uh, wars in Central America, and it's of course you know Cold Warrior, and it's a it's a Desert Storm uh, yeah. warrior. And so riding alongside the truck painted the desert tan, I think it's going to be fabulous. It's it's and, amazing uh, that the history of the unit that you guys are paying homage to. Again, it's the same aircraft spanning, you know, thirty some odd years, and even now the the uh, the the what today's J stars for the active duty force that you guys show that lineage, and that this memorial is not just for those that served in Orlando. I know as you guys have been going through this, you've got guys from the Vietnam era actively involved in this. You've got active duty members currently involved in this. It's and the families of all of them. You know, it's it's it's. It's paying tribute to a unit and everybody that's ever been involved in this unit and to the area and to the and to the Central Florida area. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, um, I, as you recall, your history, 1990, you know, uh, Iraq invades Kuwait. That was the first time in American history that, that the reserves and the National Guard got caught up en masse. You know, the, the entire Vietnam War was not fought with a whole lot of guardsmen or reservists, you know. Um, but but Desert Storm definitely was the the, the first uh, practical application of, of the total army, right? Yeah, the total yeah. force, uh, and it, and it worked, and it, it's proved it to the point that you know today it's almost um, a non-event that your local National Guard unit gets activated. It's called up, yep, yep. and nobody blinks an eye these days. But back then, you know, it was a big production with the yellow ribbons around the trees. Oh, sure. You know, Remember back to 1990, it was a big, hairy deal, you know, and uh, and of course, like I say, this is this is all about reminding Central Floridians that, hey, remember your next door neighbor or the principal of your high school or the mechanic down the road, you know, uh, the guy that flew for, for Delta Airlines? Well, they all packed up and left for six, eight months, if you remember, you know. And what a better, better way to celebrate Veterans Day. Come watch this get kicked off. And as Veterans Day, downtown Orlando, that starts, what time does the parade start? Well, remember, it's not Veterans Day, right? Because Veterans Day itself is the 11th. Oh, sure, the sure. Saturday. Saturday um, the 14th. 7 o'clock. And uh, afterwards, we'll be at Orlando Executive offloading the airplane. Andy, thank you very much for joining us. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks, guys. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstrup. 
A noise heard at the end of the cockpit voice recordings bolstering suspicions that a bomb has went down to Russian plane last week. But the head of the team investigating last Saturday's crash says the noise is still being analyzed. It's too early to say exactly what caused the plane to break up over the Sinai Desert, killing all 224 people aboard. Romanian authorities say seven more people succumbed to burn-related injuries today, bringing the death toll in Bucharest nightclub fire uh, to 39. Many in Romania have blamed lax government safety standards for the deadly blaze October 30th. An eight-year-old Canton, Ohio girl has died after becoming trapped on the second floor of her burning home. Azzy Thomas's parents and nine-year-old brother escaped the blaze, but she never got out of the room. The cause of the fire is being investigated by Canton fire officials. And this is SRN News. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, you know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off this is the original the Keltec p3at with six game-changing innovations it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made others may look like it but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance it turned competitors into copycats innovation performance Keltec. see the p3at in action at youtube slash Keltec weapons Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom.
You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Specialist Dennis J. Federer Jr. died November 2, 2005, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Federer, 20, of New Salem, North Dakota, was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 15th Infantry Regiment, 3rd Brigade, 3rd Infantry Division, Fort Benning, Georgia. He was killed when enemy forces threw a hand grenade at his Humvee during convoy operations in Deluya, Iraq. Federer began his Army career after graduating from New Salem High School in North Dakota in 2003. His unit had been in Iraq for about nine months and was scheduled to return to Georgia in January 2006. North Dakota Governor John Hoven and First Lady expressed their condolences Thursday to Federer's family. May they find comfort and peace in the compassion of their friends and loved ones and the heartfelt sympathy of all North Dakotans, the governor said. Army Specialist Dennis J. Ferderer, Jr., you are not forgotten. If you would like to get a hold of the offices of Kevin C. Maxwell and Associates, you can... Give them a call directly at the office, 407-480-2179. You can look up their website, maxlaworlando.com, or you can contact them through Facebook, facebook.com slash downtownattorneys. All right, folks, here we go. We told you we were going to get there. We got there. It's gun time, fun time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh it says five, but I'm sure we're going to add to it on the story here. <laughs> five signs you take carrying concealed weapon or carrying a concealed firearm. Discreetly. You, you, you take discreet it carry. Well, you carry. Thank you. Yeah, five signs you, you take discreet carryingly too seriously. That's a sign. That's a sign. That That's you, a sign that right you there. you don't carry it concealed. You carry it discreet. You, I carry it discreet. Uh, <laughs> I don't carry it. I carry it discreetly. I carry it well. Uh Carrying a gun every day is no laughing matter. It's a tremendous responsibility and one that far too many fail to take seriously. However, there's another segment of people who maybe are going a little bit too overboard on the CCW lifestyle. In fact, that's probably a sign right there. If you've ever used CCW lifestyle without a hint of irony, you need to calm down. But anyway... Here's the list. I don't think you've ever done anything without a hint of irony. No, 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 no. I would listen. If you, if you can. <laughs> he irons his shirts. Listen, he irons his shorts. Doctor, he irons his socks. Doctor always says you got to have irony in your diet if you want to uh-huh, keep, keep healthy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, number one. Number one according to this list. And folks, this is this is all. You know, we're all serious, discreet carriers. We're just trying to give you a little bit, of, a little bit of the light side. Yeah, if you, don't, if you don't do some of these things, you're not that discreet. Yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> number one. You buy your clothes based on how easy it is to conceal all your everyday carry equipment. Guilty. Yeah, yeah. Guilty. Guilty, guilty. I choose to not answer on the grounds <laughs> that my answer might tend to incriminate me. Uh, he's pleading the and fifth. And I listen. exercise my constitutional uh, rights under the Fifth Amendment uh, of the Constitution. Let me think. Let me listen, think. Listen to the lawyer in the crowd. The, yeah. I think the yeah, quote okay. from right yeah. here, yeah. we could actually go back two or three shows. Uh-huh. You could hear him tell the story of... 
So my tailor said, just wear the gun under the jacket and I'll fit it for you. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he does do that. He does do that. You, you know, I... I, I I just bought y'all shirts. I, I bought uh-huh. some, some gag shirts. Yes, yes. I, I still have to give our producer his shirt, but I, I got you all a size larger than I knew you wore. So Earl got a five, and you got a five, and I got a, and I got a two. Yeah. So it would oh, it wouldn't uh-huh, cover. Uh-huh. It, wouldn't, well, it wouldn't print. Yeah. He, he means five yeah. because we each carry five weapons. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, yeah. that's what it is. It's, it's the, the amount of weapons. Uh, our, our producer's over there about to pee himself. He's laughing so hard because <laughs> he knows it's true. Yeah. Uh, so I got you a five too. <laughs> look, I get it. We all should carry full-size surface pistols, a reload, two knives, a flashlight, two liters of water, and a portable supercomputer at all times. No, I don't do that. I just carry Earl. He has all those things in his pockets. Uh, there's well, also nothing I'm... crazy about buying your jeans a couple of inches bigger to accommodate an inside-the-waistband holster. That's just Duh. good. <laughs> that's just good sense. It's when you start doing all kind of craziness, such as. Only buying medium polos that hang a certain way, or never buying any clothes that actually fit nicely, simply because I can't conceal in them. Medium? Yeah, <laughs> medium. I saw mediums once uh, when you were twelve. Well, I, no, no, no. I have some. I still wear them, but there is a hand puppet. <laughs> I'm more of a. I'm more of an extra medium myself. Medium. You're a medium. No, that's that's a small and medium. Yeah. Uh, oh. I you're, you're not medium. He's me. husky. That's yeah. a husky. Husky. That's crazy because... No, no, no. He, he wears the portly. He put the portly. <laughs> I can't conceal them. That's crazy because, one, yes, you can, and two, carrying a gun shouldn't be such a thing that you have to let it run your clothing choices. Well, uh, listen, I'm going to... Nothing runs his clothing choices. It's always the same thing. <laughs> listen, I know it works. I've, I've seen him wear slacks twice. I mean, all and the years I've I was known. saying, how many years have yeah, you known? Both right. times it was we had to go to court. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was court yeah. and funeral. Yeah. 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 Those, those were the two, those were the two I've, times. I've seen a picture of him in jeans, but I did not witness it personally. No, I did. I gave him those jeans. Uh, hello, we went hunting in jeans. <laughs> I wore jeans hunting. <laughs> I, I gave him those jeans because he was going to wear cowboy boots in Arizona, and I said, "You don't own any long pants." He goes, "No, I'm going to wear I'm going to wear my shorts." I went, "No, you're not. That's <laughs> not." Florida has a reputation of hold. You're wearing jeans. I've, I've got a certain comfort I enjoy, yeah. and uh, uh-huh. and uh, pants with belts are not part of them. I I got no I got no response. I got nothing to say. I spent and, many and years in government it, service wearing belts and pants, and I've decided to do, to do away with that. Mm-hmm. He's well, rebelling. Earl has pictures of me wearing belts and pants and suspenders. Yes, because I had a lot of stuff on that day. Yes, yes, that yes. Day. a lot of orange. If I, if I, yeah, I was. I looked like <laughs> the great pumpkin, the great, very heavily armed pumpkin. <laughs> oh, you were a pumpkin chunkin. I was. That was the pumpkin chunker. You were the pumpkin chunker that day. Yeah, listen, uh, I, we, we, we all get a little crazy. We all we have our clothes that we wear, and and, and we know. But the, the the key here is to wear loose enough clothes, wear comfortable fitting enough clothes, wear the correct fitting clothes to where no one knows you're carrying discreetly. Right? right. Yeah. Right. I mean, if you walk around all day long in a duster, you, you know, so, <laughs> and, so it's you carry, and it's August in Florida. <laughs> yeah, so, so you can carry discreetly. That's, that's, I think that's, that's the crazy line. That's the, that's the crazy line oh. for me. The duster in August in shorts. Okay. Yeah, you know, okay. Eddie, shorts, Eddie, Eddie, yeah, Mur- shorts, Eddie yeah. Murphy recognized those guys as they came in the bar because of that. You know, that's so, right. So. That's right. Queens Boulevard. It's about a hundred hundred degrees outside, and they're wearing long trench coats and McDowell's. <laughs> See, they have sesame seeds, and we don't. I know. Yeah, yeah. They have the golden arches. We, we have, have the golden, golden arcs. arcs. Yes. Uh, 
All right, number two. Number two. You won't go out with friends to certain bars or restaurants because they don't allow concealed carry there. Okay, I don't have any friends. All right. Um, <laughs> hey, hey. I'm just going to say again, depending on the state you're in. Your team members. Yeah, d- d- depending, oh, okay. depending on the state you're in, some states, the signs on the doors that say uh, no firearms allowed have the force of law. Those signs have to meet certain requirements, have to be certain size, they have to, they have to say, state the statute number, and they have to uh, um, be a... Be a uh, and in so many places around the restaurant. In in, in Florida, uh, those signs mean nothing. So when we go out and there's a sign that says no firearms, we try not to let them see us laughing. <laughs> because... Not until we're leaving and we leave one of the cards. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I have one of the cards, which, you know, actually, I got from Alan Corwin. Yeah, I think, I think, <laughs> I think he invented the cards. <laughs> um, Alan Corwin, you can probably get these on his website. Look at the segue from Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, a, it's a little card that says, uh, you know, uh, uh, when you leave your tip to, in one of those restaurants, or, that, or when you pay your bill in one of those restaurants that says no no firearms, it says, dear owner slash manager, um, please be advised, I've, I have I had a firearm in your restaurant. I am well-trained. I've had a background check. Uh, uh, I've had get, training in this, get, uh, in the use of this weapon. And, uh, and, and, no, because I'm sitting. Oh, you want to get there. <laughs> yeah, I have to get up from the microphone. Come on. Uh, and you leave that. And it says, how many of your other patrons did you know that about? So right. The, Just, you, if you've got a, a discreetly carried firearm with a proper permit, you've undergone some scrutiny. Yes, absolutely. And you can't say that about uh, the other people in the bar and that's the, or in the restaurant. Uh, yeah, listen, we're, we're all guilty. We go into those places that say no firearms and we're going I, I, in. I, I, went I don't. A, I don't like their food there. I, I went into a, 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 an establishment that sells jewelry, and there was a sign that said that. And I walked over to the manager, and I said, I, I saw your sign. Do you want me to leave, or do you want me to do business? And, and the manager, she, she looked at my wife and I and went, no, you're good. <laughs> you're, you're good now. You, you're more than happy to stay here. We would like your money to stay, yes, please. Please, so that, please spend more. That's when you pull out that money clip. And say, yeah, the one you gave me. Yeah. yeah. yeah just, it's titanium <laughs> because it needs to be. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Celtic Studios. We'll see you after the break. to accessorize your tactical rifle then you want the tactical excellence of gun tech usa gun tech a family owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for ar-15 ar-10 and ak-47 style rifles for nearly three decades gun tech usa has been producing the finest quality pistol grips rail systems scope mounts slings compensators flash hiders hand guards iron sights and more check online at guntechusa.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done when customizing your tactical rifle insist on tactical excellence insist on gun tech usa parts gun tech a proud supporter of the second amendment and friends of arms room radio check them out online today at guntechusa.com that's g-u-n-t-e-c-u-s-a.com gun tech usa defining tactical excellence for over 26 years maybe you'll get past the word bullpup 
Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See the RDB in action at YouTube slash Caltech Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Kiltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Hey, you always hear us say that the best radio happens on the commercials. I got to tell you, a question came up during the break. Can you mix bourbon and NyQuil? And survive. Uh, and survive. And I can tell you, after many years in the Army, yes. <laughs> you can actually do PT the next morning. Say, and and yeah. PT? Yeah, yeah, you can keep going. Not but, a problem. But now As long you... as it's not at 7. No, no, no. Listen, if you're doing PT at 7, you've been sleeping in for two hours. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I seem to recall there was an issue about us going on the Ruck March today. And the reason why we couldn't go on the Ruck March wasn't because you couldn't Ruck March the 12 miles. It was because it started at 7, and that's too early. That's too late. That's too late. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to be there, yeah, be there earlier than mm-hmm. that. Do you, that. That's different than the conversation I heard last yeah, time. I you know. don't expect these conversations to be the same, do you? <laughs> oh, is it one I heard? Yeah. No, no, of All course right, okay. I, What was I thinking? All right. I mean, come on. Let's, yeah. let's, let's, I, I'm telling you what. He needs to be deputy director of the CIA because he has plausible deniability <laughs> ingrained into his sub-programming. <laughs> He has plausible deniability as soon as he says it. Before we went to the break, uh, we talked about the business cards that could be left behind. Yes. And uh, I believe you actually have one over there. You could read to us and what it says. We actually have photos on our Facebook page. So if you go to facebook.com slash armsroomradio, give us a like while you're there. Yeah, please do. Facebook.com. What is it? Facebook.com slash armsroomradio. 
And give us the likes. Isn't that what I said? Give us the likes. I'm just is trying he, to plug more. I'm plugging more. Oh, I'm okay, plugging okay, more. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, we've We're got it stealing in, in, your power. Exactly. We've got it in the photos. On the front of the card, it says, I noticed your no guns allowed sign and respect your wishes by shopping elsewhere. On the back of it, as a concealed handgun license holder, I have never been convicted of a felony. I have never been convicted of a crime of violence. I have never been convicted of domestic violence. I am not addicted to, nor do I use illegal drugs. I am not under any indictment or a fugitive from justice. I have passed both state and federal background checks. What do you know about your other customers? This card says everything except nanny nanny boo boo in your face. <laughs> That's why I like it. It's you great. Know what? It's we great. could probably add that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could. We could. There's I know, room. I know a good printer. There, there's room. We could nanny nanny boo boo that card. Number three, number three, and, and, and Earl, I kind of touched on this. And number two, you heard us mention. But it says, number three, you actually care which businesses are pro or anti-gun. You heard Earl mention that if they've got a sign on the door that says, no guns allowed, that he tends to take his business elsewhere. Yeah, well, he doesn't I like do. their food. Well, well, there's one in particular that we may or may not actually mention. You know, I, I cheated. I read ahead. And I've been to that restaurant. And, yeah, I don't really care for their food. Uh, I, on the other hand, I, I think that... Uh, I like to I like to go in and pasture sign with the gun, again concealed discreetly. Nobody's in there waving it around or saying, "Look, check out my gun, check out my gun." They, again, uh, know your state I've, laws. I've seen some yeah, of your T-shirts exactly. though. You're you're saying, "Look at my guns." Yeah, check it out. <laughs> to go to gun shows, um, you check it. You you know know your state laws. Know your state laws. And, and mm-hmm. you know what you know what a great great place to know your state laws is, gunlaws.com. Alan Corwin. Yes, Alan Corwin's yes. site. Um, go check that out. But know your state laws. The state that uh, we happen to be going to have lunch in later today, uh, it, it, those signs mean nothing. Kevin and I have been in states very recently where those signs had the force of law. And you had to... You had to obey the sign. You had to, you had to obey the sign or risk uh, imprisonment or temporary uh, jailment while waiting trial. No, they might have, I'd have, they'd have let me go. Oh, I don't sure. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I'd have done the best I could. Yeah, that's but. it. That's it. No, no, I don't think Mike went on that trip with me. That's all he'd be telling no. people when he got back. Yeah. That's, you would not be the first person I've done that to. <laughs> Israel? I don't remember going to Israel with anybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, says, I don't care that Buffalo Wild Wings hates my guns. I don't care that Chick-fil-A is completely ambivalent to them. I just go to places I like to go, and I try not to worry too much about the political leanings of major corporations. Now, taking a sidebar, I tend to agree with that. Listen, just because somebody in Philadelphia uh, at some corporate office is making some ruling, it has nothing to do with the local manager's opinions uh, on firearms. Yeah, you know, I, I'm my, like my, that, too. It just happens to be, I've, yeah, I've tried Buffalo Wild Wings. I don't like them. No, neither am I. I'm not a fan of their food. No, I like Chick-fil-A. Um, do love the Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. The original? Chick-fil-A original? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, if you're talking uh, mom and pop shops, that's a different story because to them, losing one or two customers or gaining a new customer can have a real significant financial impact. But Starbucks is in to give two poo-poos if they lose me forever because of blah, 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 open carry, whatever. Yeah. And they're yeah, right. And I'm exactly right. that way. Yeah. Um, and, and, it's, it's, and you really have to sit down and think about that. Where, wherever your state is, if you're in... The, the great state of Arizona, which is the most gun-loving state in the world. If you're in Georgia, that's a great gun-loving state. If you're in uh, Washington Wy- Wyoming. State, you know, if you're in Wyoming, these are places where you, you've got to take into consideration that 
Well, now, now for Starbucks, on the other hand, the corporate office is in Washington State. Mm-hmm. So, but you've got your little hotbed of liberalism right, right around, around the Starbucks headquarters. Yeah. Um, the uh, you you have to take those things into consideration. I I I like to go in and. Yeah, I'm here. I'm winning. I'm winning because I have the firearm, and and if something bad were to happen in here, I'm walking out. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. I uh, might be the I'm, only one on the news interview, but I'm, I am I'm making sure out. I go home. Yeah. They took yeah. my statement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ex- ex- exactly right. Um, mom and pops, you don't see do this. No. Nope. Because you know what mom and pops need every person. Mm-hmm. Because if the if the if the local Buffalo Wild Wings does bad for business. Guess what? There's 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 200 other ones that they're sharing the uh, the net yeah. profits with. So that was something that my wife and I tried to do. Well, we actually we accomplished. We set out to do it and we did it uh, while we were on vacation. We hit no chain anything, no chain restaurant uh, restaurants or hotels. Very cool. That is and very cool. It was it was, it was enjoying to. It, to sit down and listen, you know, go to a restaurant to where the waitress called everybody "hun," or you know, or you could tell the usuals, the regular customers, because she would just see them sitting there and, right. you know, the usual. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now you did take a chain airline back, though, right? Yeah, unfortunately. Okay. All right. Yeah. Bob, Bob's Air. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Bob's. Come on, Bob's Air, right over here. Come on down, Bob's Air, Bob's Air. Uh, number four, you've ever participated in a lengthy forum discussion about mandatory everyday carry items. Wait a minute. Well, we do that every week, don't we? That's that's our job. That's our <laughs> job. I mean, you can't use that against us to say we're compulsive disorder people. <sighs> well, he is. We have a friend uh, who's a who's a, a listener. He's out in the the greater Washington State Seattle area. We've and, got a bunch of those. Yes, yes. But this one gentleman, uh, I'm not going to say names because he likes his anonymity. Oh, um, I think I know where you're going. But with we've, this. we've seen the video. <laughs> And I'll, I'll bet you he carries 30 or 40 pounds of equipment wherever he goes. Well, it depends on if you're including the backpack or just the, yeah, the vest in the trousers. Right, right. Uh, it starts with a pair of FNs. Uh, the, the the video that we saw, yes. Uh, there's there's FNs. There's, was, there, was, there's there's a night vision monocular. There's a FLIR. Not Fleur, night vision. Oh, it was yeah, FLIR. FLIR. Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And In- infrared, infrared, yeah. thermal, infrared. Thermal. Thermal. thermal, thermal, thermals. There's, there's a. Uh, he had uh, the Jealous. 550 cord. Uh-huh. He had, uh, he had the, the sewing kit. He had the little first aid kit. He had the flashlight. He had the the water bottles. Uh, and and it finally got down to the last part. And everybody's picking apart the picture. And they're like, what? What are those plastic bags for? Are those for some sort of medical feature? Is that for a tourniquet or what is that for? And he's, he's like, he's like, no, I, I got a dog. I walk. I gotta clean up after it in my neighborhood. <laughs> so, so in addition to everything else, half the time he's out, he's carrying dog poo. <laughs> so, I mean, so, that guy's well, got everything. If if his dog had to go, right? Yeah, this guy's got everything. He's, he's, he's got, got responsible biological dog weapons with him. He's got as well. biological weapons with him. Yeah. <laughs> if you have any poo, fling it now. <laughs> and number five, number five, uh, how to tell if you've uh, ever taken carrying concealed weapon too seriously. You've ever done a radio show about concealed carry? Hey, what? Wait. <laughs> huh? What? Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, other things, gentlemen? Uh, when's the last time any of you have been swimming publicly? 
Yeah, that no. <laughs> okay, uh, that's, that's that's that's. I, I only that's go. Wild. I only go when I have a donk. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. And 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 the donk and I swim in relays. <laughs> sure. If I know I have sniper position set up, that's right. <laughs> perhaps now, I'll go I swimming. I have stood. I stood. I did stand high cover alligator watch for some. Uh, some Swedish swimmers at uh, in the St. John's River one time, but okay. I, I haven't really gone swimming in a long time. Let's see. I, f- I found the photo. Two FNs, thermal, handcuffs, two knives, an ex- a collapsible baton, a flashlight, 550 cord, nail clippers. There peanuts. There's peanuts in there, too, isn't there? Uh, I, I can't see them. Uh, of course, a carabiner on the on the uh, con- the <laughs> belt, uh, and, and, of course, yeah, the plastic bags. And this is, of course, with the car keys. Oh, fire starter, fire starter. All right, all right. P38, the can opener. Listen, we could spend all day going through his stuff, but we and got a show to wrap up and here, this gentlemen. Is just one, fo- one photo. <laughs> that's just one photo, and that does not include the vest. I think that says that's everything out of his pants. Yeah, and of course, without you know, it doesn't include the cell phone because he used the cell used phone the cell phone to take the pictures. Thank you to our guests today for calling in, Mr. Alan Corman. It's always a pleasure to have Alan on. We'll have Alan back soon, I'm sure. Go to gunlaws.com and check out Alan's books and works. That's gunlaws.com. Thank you to Sergeant Andy Rodriguez of the 138th Aviation Company. Uh, in fact, their organization is 138. A-V-N-Co, 138-A-V-N-Co. That's 138aviationcompany.org, 138avnco.org. Check them out. You can see how to donate. You can see how to be a part of uh, their upcoming their upcoming uh, organizations. Uh, thank you very much for joining us today. And please remember to exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. We'll see you next week. Send us your EDC carries. Let's see what you think you ought to have. With yes. AM 660. The answer. WORL. Altamont Springs. Orlando. 105.5 W280. CJOVL. AM 660.